This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, we were told yesterday there was a big meeting and we all had to meet. So uh, yesterday we were planting and cleaning, flipping the warehouse and getting things going. And uh, we basically had no clue. And uh, everyone got asked in and, yeah, basically told that everyone's terminated. So it's a pretty tough day. All right, welcome back. Mike Smith in for Simi, and that is the voice of one of hundreds of employees of Canopy Growth, uh, the cannabis giant, announcing that they are losing their jobs. Canopy Growth, the biggest marijuana companies in the world, announcing they will shut down two large greenhouses in Delta and Aldergrove, uh, the company says the closures will result in the elimination of about 500 jobs. Wow, that's a lot of jobs going up in smoke. In addition to the closure, uh, the closures in BC, the company says they will cancel plans to open a third greenhouse in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. Tough times for canopy growth. Let's check in with Jay Rosenthal now. He's the president of Business of Cannabis. Jay, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Uh, what happened to Canopy Growth here? This used to be a bit of a, 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 a darling of this business. I remember, I remember someone encouraging me a few years ago, well, maybe you should buy that stock. I mean, this is a can't lose, but now they've fallen on tough times. What's going on? Well, it's not just them. The industry, has, it's no secret, has fallen on tough times over the past sort of six-plus months. So they are not alone. Certainly Aurora, another giant, Hexo, Supreme, all of these companies have had layoffs of certain sizes over the past uh, month or two, and certainly the last six months they've been taking a beating. Uh, So it's part of a larger trend for sure. It does not make it any easier for the folks in those facilities who are losing their jobs, so there's there's certainly lots of empathy there. But the industry is going through growing pains and tough times. So sorry for the pun, growing pains. Um, But we really, you know, we legalized cannabis here in Canada in 2018, but then really made uh, brick and mortar retail nearly impossible to find for more than half the country. Mostly uh, Ontario and Quebec just didn't open any stores or barely any stores, which really put a dent in the industry. Uh, They were ramping up to have a full slate of retail, which included facilities like the ones in Delta and Aldergrove. And just the market hasn't been there yet for the products that would come out of those facilities. So, so that's part of, uh, part of it, meeting that demand with stores hasn't been there. And, uh, and other factors have changed too. Uh, outdoor growing came online uh, over the past year, which will change the dynamic considerably moving forward after the uh, growing season right ahead of us. So the demand for uh, product grown inside greenhouses is, is likely down uh, because there'll be much more grown outside. So th- there's lots of dynamics at play, both the public markets, the market in Canada for cannabis, as well as other alternative growing methods. All of these things are factoring into that. So it, it's, it's always devastating when people lose their jobs. It is also yeah. part of a larger trend that Canopy is, is responding to and taking action on. Right. You mentioned the lack of stores or I guess a shortage of stores. And I can certainly see how a company like that, that'd be a problem if people don't have a place to go to buy your your product. Do you think opening more stores, though, would make a difference? Because I've heard some people say that, hey, man, this stuff is just too expensive and the quality is not good enough. I mean, would more stores make a difference? Uh, it's made a difference where there are actually a huge mar- a number of stores in Alberta, right? Alberta has over 400 stores. That's more than half the stores in the country right now. And looking at the data suggests that they are selling more cannabis, the corollary of having more stores. 
So if we increase the number of retail to say what the ratio they have in, say, Colorado, so one store for every 100,000 people, we would be up over 3,000 stores here in Canada, and the equivalent amount of cannabis would be sold, which is about $5 million uh, of cannabis per day, actually. Right now, it would go up dramatically. So, so, so there would be the producers would need to fill that demand, uh, driven by the number of retail outlets. We have seen that very few people are buying it online in the legal market. So, so we've seen that you actually do need brick and mortar to drive sales. So I do think there would be a response from the industry to serve that, and you would need more facilities to grow the cannabis to sell in those retail stores. So that is one answer. Yeah. The other is it has been a real challenge to compete with uh, an illicit and gray market that has been resilient for sure because it has uh, you know, perceived premium quality product. Uh, very sophisticated supply chains and consumers that love the product that they're receiving in those markets, especially in BC. So, so we've seen the dynamics uh, overlapping and, and integrating and, and creating challenges for the industry as it is evolved to date. I also think it's important to acknowledge that this industry on the legal side is really new, right? We're not even yeah. two years into this, and we are seeing both growing pains and changes in how the industry has evolved relative to its age, which I don't think is a surprise or certainly shouldn't be to folks who have seen it emerge, or even what we've seen in other more mature markets of California and Colorado, where they've seen right. similar challenges, similar shifts, uh, similar sweeping changes. And I think we'll continue to see it as the market emerges here. And we just introduced a whole new wave of products in Canada. And the industry has, yes, been producing those products, but, but the supply chains to get those products to market is not fully formed yet. And I think we will see continuing to change and shift over the next you know, 12 to 18 months as well. Okay, speaking of Jay Rosenthal, he's the president of Business of Cannabis. And we're talking about the, the layoffs announced yesterday by Canopy Growth shutting down those two huge greenhouses in BC and Delta and and Aldergrove. Do you think the taxes are too high? Like one of the things that I hear people complain about in BC is why would I go and buy from a government store or a legal store if I got to pay through the nose for for the product when I get it cheaper from my dealer? You know, is the the government killing the golden goose here by taxing the stuff too high? Uh, That's always a fine line to walk. We've seen it in other, you know, in Washington State, a more mature market. We have absolutely seen that. There is a fine line between taxing it and getting people to enter the legal market. So there is this fine line. I think that is certainly part of it. I think a bigger part of it is attributing to the cost of the actual product, not even the taxes, is that the regulatory environment, which what these companies are operating in, is incredibly burdensome and expensive. Uh, and it doesn't allow for really marketing the product. So, so it is a more expensive way to produce vis-a-vis the sort of the gray market, which folks uh, are much more accustomed to buying from. So the price yeah. is more expensive as of the regulatory compliance of the companies that are producing it. That is probably a bigger factor of the overall cost than the taxes. And so part of it is regulations, part of it is taxes, but the net to a consumer is a higher price. And so you know, that will come down over time, but it has been a deterrent for sure for people who like and buy cannabis. Okay. It's been a bit of a patchwork rollout across the country, province by province. Like you mentioned, for example, that Alberta has got a whole bunch of stores, but other provinces haven't done so well. Which which provinces would you say are doing it right and which ones got some catching up to do? And what do you think about the performance in BC particularly? Uh, So BC early on was a challenge. I think they've been doing a lot better of late over the past uh, year. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, new stores coming online. And what BC did well is that many of the folks that were operating in the gray market 
previously or the legacy market have transitioned over to the legal market. That said, they are probably in the best position to tell you what's wrong because they have sold products over the past sort of five, six, and 10 years. And so they know that the new market is, is really challenging price, yeah. product, quality, all of those things. So, so I think BC is getting it more right than some provinces. The provinces that are getting it least right, Ontario, the largest province. We have, uh, and I'm based in, in Toronto, we've done an absolutely terrible job in this province getting cannabis retail opened. We have 28, 30 stores open now, quote unquote, fast track to get the next 100 open, but that's certainly not fast enough. We're well ways into legalization. Um, Quebec has done a pretty bad job as well, and they sort of have a, a model that sells through their liquor control board. Um, Alberta's done really well. Saskatchewan's done well. Manitoba. And those states, those, those provinces that are doing well really have a free market approach to this where they're going to okay. license people. Uh, they're they're going to uh, basically ignore any sort of supply challenges and put that on the, the private market to actually hammer out. So they've done a much better job of getting retail open. And when there's more retail open, people actually do access the stores and buy more legal cannabis. Do you think, just in the the last minute we got left here, Jay, do you think that you take a look at the performance of this company, Canopy Growth, and I look at their stock price right now at uh, about $22.45 for a share of Canopy Growth, uh, down from a high of around like 67 bucks. So the, the stock has taken a beating. But I don't know. Are you still bullish on the on the sector? I mean, you know, could this company bounce back? That stock price go back up? I think those are two separate questions. I think I am bullish on the industry because I think people, when they test the product, they try the product and buy the product now and moving forward, they will enjoy it. So on the industry overall, I'm bullish. On individual companies, I think it really depends on how they're executing against their goals. And you know, hitting taking that hit on the stock price is tough. It's also the same trend that all the other companies are dealing with. I think the bigger companies are probably better positioned to weather the storm because they have more cash and more infrastructure and more distribution. And and Canopy is certainly the largest, so they may be better positioned to weather the storm. And if I get this question right, do I get Burton and Randy tickets? (laughs) No, I'm afraid not. (laughs) Nice try, though. Nice try, though, Jay. Hey, Jay, thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Okay. That is Jay Rosenthal. He's the president of Business of Cannabis.